Praise the Lord. The Lord is faithful. Do we need to preach again? Praise the Lord. The Lord has seen academic success come our way as a church. The Lord has seen excellence thrive among our children. The Lord has seen a restoration of that destiny that was slowly running away. But God pulled it back and restored it to our brother. The immigration was possible. Job has been covered by the blood of Jesus. And God is saying, fear not, for I am with you. There's an uplifting in the life of our brother. Let's stand up and just give thanks to God. Those of us who are desiring that God may touch the area of visas for them, may touch the academic excellence in their lives, you can now begin to thank God ahead of time because God has started doing it here. If his visitation is in our midst, surely you can also touch the hem of his garment and receive your portion. Because he has touched this sister in terms of visa renewal, because he has touched this sister in terms of academic excellence, you can also tap in the same. Those of us who are facing examinations, we can rely on God because he's faithful. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you because you have visited our sisters, O oh God, and you have touched them. In their exams, you have made them to excel. Jehovah God, you have caused them provision in times when they were desperate. You brought the laptop, God. We thank you for this, O oh King of glory. The visa was renewed, O oh King of glory. And we are grateful, O oh Lord. Father, our brother trusted you. He held upon your word, O oh God. And he said that things will be restored in his life. He said that God is able to do anything. Even if there's no hope. Even if the dictates of the day say that he cannot get it. The age is against him. You reversed it. Jehovah God, you caused even the health situation to be reversed so that he may tap into that blessing. And today he testifies of your goodness. He says the Lord is able. He says the Lord has done it. And so we are grateful. We say thank you, Jehovah God. We say thank you, King of glory, for you are faithful. Jehovah God, we want to thank you for the situation of the job of our brother. Father, you're protecting it, oh God. There is a, a wall of fire around that job. There is the blood of Jesus Christ around that job. And any mouth that shall arise against it, we come and rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Father, we possess that job. We receive it by faith, oh God. You gave it to us, Lord. It is you who will sustain us in that job, oh my Father. And many shall tap into that testimony. Father, we say there will be no fear in our lives. Because you are there, ever present in our midst, O oh Lord. Father, we thank you and we are grateful. We want to thank you, King of glory, for the uplifting in the, brother, in the brother's life, Lord. 
Jehovah God let that be a, a, a dream in his life. That there shall be an uplifting that is coming forth, O oh God. And those of us who have been desirous to see God minister to us, we shall also tap into that uplifting, O oh God. We thank you and we bless your holy name. You have reversed situations, O oh God, where things were to be done in a specific manner, but because of your son, God, you came around and turned the situation, O oh my Father. Instead of checks, cash was received. We are grateful. Those in our midst, O oh God, who are facing similar situations, God, who are facing difficult situations, God, you are reversing it in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we bless you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen. We may sit and share a bit before we just continue to celebrate what God has done to us. Praise be to God. I want to briefly go over a topic. It is never too late. It is never. Can you shout? It is never too late. It is never too late with our God. He's always in control. John 11. John chapter 11. A man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick, so the two sisters sent a message to Jesus, telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. Lord, your dear daughter is desperate in this situation. Lord, your son in TBLF is also in need of your hand to be upon his life. That is the message that is being sent. Praise the Lord. When people worship and intercede on the behalf of the church and they talk to God, that is the message they are sending to God. And we want to say tonight that this God is so faithful to us. God is so concerned with every need in our lives that he loved this family. There's no question about it. Jesus truly loved Lazarus, and he knew that Lazarus was sick. But because he had a special package for Lazarus on this occasion, as much as he loved him, he let the sickness continue because he's waiting for that opportunity in which he will be glorified. God wants to be glorified in your life. Don't keep complaining over the situation you are going through. Because he is in control. And everything, as he says, will work for good for those that love God. Praise the Lord. Every situation in your life will be reversed so that you may glorify God. Be still and know that I am God. That's what he says. Praise the Lord. Yes, Kenneth, are you ever still all through? Sometimes I get shaken. Praise the Lord. Situations come and I feel, ah, this one is too much. But gradually, the Lord begins to speak to me. You have always believed me. When you were about 11 years, you were about to drown in this dam. You are left on the boat. 
but I blew the wind slowly, and it blew the boat back to the, the, the shore. I remember those things in my life, and I know God is indeed responsible for my being here tonight. Praise the Lord. I can remind you of many things in your life also. Think about them and know how God has been faithful in every situation in your life. He is still in control. No matter what the situation dictates around you, God is still in control. He loves you. Say, God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Your situation is not unto your destruction. Your situation is unto the glory of God. Praise the Lord. That is what Jesus was telling those people. This is unto the glory of God. The fact that Lazarus is going to die is not a problem to me. Why? Because it is going to glorify God at the end. God is more interested in that end result. What comes of you out of that situation you are going through? That is the concern of our God. Not the experience you are going through at that moment. It is just for a short while. But in the end, God will have polished you and prepared you for a supernatural miracle in your life. Praise the Lord. Say, I am ready for God's visitation. I'm ready for God's visitation. Count it all joy when you pass through many trials because they work good in your life. Praise the Lord. Sometimes it looks crazy telling somebody rejoice. And again I say rejoice. Because the person who is telling you is in prison and is telling you rejoice. And again I say rejoice. So you wonder, what is wrong with this person? He's supposed to be worried on how he's going to come out of this situation. But Paul says rejoice and again I say rejoice. Not because of what he's experiencing, but because of the hope of glory in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Are you ready to rejoice because of what God is about to do in your life? Are you ready? Are you speaking to yourself? Telling yourself, Kenneth, God is about to do something new in your life. Rejoice, Kenneth. Be happy. Don't think about the threats you are getting. Your job situation may be so, so, so unsteady, but God is saying rejoice. Because thereafter, something new will work out. Praise the Lord. I can remind you, and I want to say this, because I know it is speaking to me also. Sometime in 2000, 2007, we had a lot of pressure coming in on my wife and myself. We were working in the same place. And there was just a pressure we could not explain. Everybody seemed to be complaining of one thing or another about our performance. And then we set out to pray. Thank God. Pastor had booked some room in Gala there. I think a few of us who realized that we were paying, it was being paid for in the church. We took advantage of it. We went there every time with Pastor Augustine. We were praying there every time. And slowly things started changing. I want to speak to you who is in a tough situation in your job. God is aware of what you are going through. God is aware of what you're going through. He has not left you to suffer for no good and to destruction, no. Whether it means you're being dismissed, it will be for your good that you're being dismissed. Praise the Lord. Yes, it may not make sense, but long after, you will look back and say, 
it is good that God did this to me. Praise the Lord. It is good that God allowed this to happen. If you are open and ready to know what God is doing in your life, you will see the good that God will have done in your life. Praise the Lord. At that time, my wife is not trained as a, a teacher in charge of special needs. No. She's trained to teach normal people. She was assigned to teach very difficult situations. And then whoever came to appraise her said she's not performing well. Of course, what did you expect? Those are not the children she was trained to be dealing with. She was doing her best. Everybody has refused. She volunteered to help. And now you dare say she's not doing good? <laughs> uh, if I were in Kenya, I would say Shetania Shindu. <laughs> it means let the devil be defeated in all his falsehood. Praise the Lord. The case became worse because she was not assigned to any class thereafter. We said, we will trust God. They have not told us you've been stopped for your job. We will go to work. You sit there. We will come back home. I don't know how long it is. She'll remind me later this evening. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It is not easy. You are in a working place. You don't know what your status is and you are just there. It's not easy. But I thank God for that lady. She kept faith. Praise the Lord. Ah, the secret of God was somewhere. The people who are doing it, they didn't know the school had been sold. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> At that time, they knew they were the ones in charge. But they didn't know the, the, the owner of the school made them believe they are in charge, they can do as they wish. But secretly, she sold the school. Praise the Lord. Now, the good news is, the new buyers, I don't know who gave my name to them. I really don't know. When things were very hot, the expert they had invited from UK to come and advise them on how to run a school. Whoever gave him his name, my name, I don't know. I was in my house in Azaiba at that time, and I was called. Can you report to the head office? I said, and ah, now this is the time. They didn't want to embarrass me in school. They want to tell me when we are on holiday that uh, you and your wife, we think your time is over. So I was driving, but my mind was, what will I do when? Then I realized, why am I reasoning? I'm arguing on a case that I don't know. I said, God, you take charge. I was trying to get solutions on a situation I did not even know where it was going. I know you are there. You are planning on how you will go about every situation and they have not told you anything. Relax. God is in control. It is never too late with our God. It is never too late with our God. When I went there, I was welcomed by one of the senior people. Welcome. And the handshake, it made me feel, okay, there's something good here. There's something good here. I was invited into a very good room. The air corn was working very well. There was tea I was served. I was taking it, but I was, is this my last tea? <laughs> <laughs> Praise, the 
Praise the Lord. And then this man started questioning me. Can you tell me how, what you think is wrong with the school and what you think we sh should do? I said, but you're the expert. So I said, honestly, any negative thing I'm going to tell you, I am part of it because I'm in that school. So I'm not accusing anybody. It is, it is what I am part of. Any positive that we see, I am also part of it. So if the negative are too many, I am just part of that negative. And I shared with them what I felt was not proper. And what I felt could be done in order the school to improve. And then we took time. And there was a lady who was taking lots of notes. I said, oh, this one now is when they go to share with my bosses this. I am finished. I am finished. Kalas. Praise the Lord. Not long after that, the people who were tormenting us were told, okay, you are going on, I don't know whether it's compulsory leave for one month. You go, we want to see how the school can run without you. They had been there with, from the beginning of the school. So they were part of the system. They were not from Kenya, they were from UK. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And we are teaching a British curriculum. So it means they are more vast with it. They were told to go. And one morning I walked to school. This person says, Kenneth, how are you? You are going to be addressing the teachers now. From now on for this one month. <laughs> In the morning, I'm still worried about my job situation. I'm, you are going to address the teachers. God is very good. Instantly. I don't know where that came from. When I stood up, what I said, and immediately I distributed the responsibility to the, some of the people who were fighting me. I said, so-and-so will be in charge of this, so-and-so will be in charge of this, so-and-so will, so will be in charge of this, this week so-and-so will run. And then I sat back. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It was not me. It was just God who intervened. Everything just came down. Shh. The walls disappeared. Soon after, my wife was restored, and there was some increment on the pay. I also was given some increment. Praise the Lord. The one who was supposed to leave, God intervened. It is never too late with God. Don't begin to panic. Relax in his presence. Now, we are talking about Lazarus. The reason why I'm doing that is because this man, the situation he was in, he was sick. He was sick. And for the reason that the sisters sent for Jesus, it means they were seeing the disease, the situation worsening. And my king said, relax. That man is just is, uh, sick. So the disciples said, okay. He's in charge. He took two more days. And then now he said he was going there. And he told these people as they were going, you know the man I told you is sick, is asleep. So it's okay, let him rest. He's sick, let him recover from the bed. Uh, Didmas <laughs> also said, maybe he's going to die there, Let, let's follow. But the truth is, Jesus knew the man was gone. But it's good, then laid it plainly with them. Lazarus is dead. 
and it is good that he died without me being there so that this situation may lead unto the glory of God. Praise the Lord. What kind of situation is this that you can find yourself in? When somebody dies, we have no medicine to revive him. If he's still sick, there's some hope. Praise the Lord. When somebody is still ailing, we can look for the best medics around and invite them to help. But when he's dead, he's been confirmed he's dead. Four days in the grave. There's no hope. There's no hope. And I know some of us are in those situations where we have lost hope now. Because our circumstances have gone, we have tried to see that boss, we have tried to talk to so-and-so, we have tried to talk to any other person around, and it seems they cannot help. But Jesus is still in control. Praise the Lord. Jesus is still in control. So it comes to a time that Jesus Christ comes there. Verse 11, Lazarus is dead. It confirms to us. But Jesus in his heart was committed to go and resurrect him. Verse 17 tells us four days already had gone. And the sisters, if you sense their tone, their hope was already gone. Praise the Lord. I don't know where you are tonight. I don't know what situation you are going through. May it, be, it may be financial. It may be a social problem. It may be work-related. But the truth of the matter is, it is never too late with God. It is never too late with God. I can see the king of kings walk there and he's telling these people, why are you worried? And see, in verse 21, verse 21, something is revealed to us about the state of the mind of these people. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. Maybe you are saying the same things concerning your situation. Lord, if you had not allowed this thing to happen, if you had not allowed this accusation to come up, I would be holding on my job. Lord, if you had not allowed... If you had not allowed me to drive on the road this way, I wouldn't have had this accident. But Jesus Christ is saying and whispering to you now, it is never too late with God. Praise the Lord. See what happens when they come and tell them, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. But quickly, there was a very positive confession that came from Martha. And that's just the Holy Ghost. Because she was, going, she was just about to lock her blessing. She was just about to close the door to her miracle. And verse 22, she quickly says, But even now. Say, but even now. But even now. It is never too late with God. He says, but even now. I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Even now, God will provide for my needs according to his riches in glory. Despite the situation I'm going through, God is still determined to provide for my needs. God is still available to intervene in my circumstance. 
And as our brother said, he's able to reverse everything that the devil has designed over your life. He can reverse it over and over until you're brought to the right place where you are due for that blessing. Praise the Lord. Verse 23, he says, Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Your situation will change. Your circumstances will change. God will intervene in that circumstance. With his mighty power, he will reverse it. And your life will change for good. It's never too late with our God. It doesn't matter what happens. I was listening to some sermon and somebody was saying, talking about eagles. You know, when the eagle is about to hatch, the nest is pampered with fast sticks and then hay and then feathers so it is soft. Praise the Lord. And the young ones are inside the egg. Now, one thing must happen. For the young eagles to come out of the egg, they must do what? They must break the shell. If they don't break the shell, they will die inside there. The shell is just, it may look like it's a hindrance, but it's, it was a protection. Its purpose is far much, is, low, is, is gone. You no longer need it. That's what the devil does with us. He puts us in a situation and builds a shell over us. And we think, ah, this is a comfortable place. But for as long as you remain under that shell, you will never move out to your destiny. Praise the Lord. You will never realize what God designed for you. But immediately they come out of that shell. They will be on the soft feathers. There. They will be there. And then the eagle realizes this, this young, they will never know how to fend for themselves. Because every time the mother ego comes, their mouths are like this, 180 degrees. Waiting for food. It drops in the mouth, 180 degrees. And they just feel good. But the mother ego gets tired. These people were not designed, these eaglets were not de designed to remain there in the nest. Praise the Lord. What does she do? She starts plucking off there the soft feathers. Removing them. Hey, let me see how you're going to stay there now. You have said this place is the best place. You want to remain there. Removes the feathers. And then they start pressing there on the hard stuff, on the hay, and make more noise. Make more noise. Soon they realize now they're on the sticks, which are hard. Praise the Lord. You know, I, I don't know who gave people in education this idea that in the laboratory don't put soft seats. Put stools with wooden. <laughs> if you try to teach in the lab, the concentration span is too short. After a short while, the, the children just, they want to walk around. You find them touching the taps. What is making them move is that the wooden stool. 
Praise the Lord. And sometimes circumstances come into our lives which must push us to the next level. Circumstances come into our lives that must push us because we are too comfortable to the next level. Never look at the situation you are going through as though it is a waste of time. It is against you. It is working for your good. Praise the Lord. Soon after, the mother ego realizes these people must, this, they're not people. <laughs> Praise the Lord. These young ones, they must go out, learn how to fly and look for their own food. Praise the Lord. So she spreads her wings. Because it is too tough on those sticks, they come on the wings and then it starts gliding in the air. Up, up, and they feel good. Those of you who like taking risks in the hot balloons, <laughs> the day it will burst. I'm not trying to scare you. <laughs> you know, between where you were and the, just a few meters to the ground, you will feel very good coming down. But when you hit the ground, you will realize it was not a very good ride. Praise the Lord. The mother ego leaves and then releases them. Do you know what happens to those guys? They are fighting. Because they don't know. They have never experienced it. They fight. They fight. And the mother ego is just going down, 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 faster than them. And they are coming. And then again it spreads the wings. They come and fall on it. That is our God. That is our God. When you are struggling through that situation, if you can remind yourself, he is still in charge. He cannot abandon me. He cannot abandon me in this situation. He has been with me through tough situations. The Lord will not abandon me in this situation. You will see him spread his wings. My son, that was a good attempt. Come rest. Tomorrow we are on it again. Praise the Lord. And you will find yourself before long God has created an ability in you to sail over the storms in life. To fly over the storms in life. You will be watching over them below you. Because you were trained into being a victorious fighter. Praise the Lord. So these situations you're going through are not anything to disturb you. It's not different from what other people have gone through. Just like Lazarus... You know this man, I don't know whether he was, he was dead, so I don't know. But when Jesus came here, Martha has complained already. Then Martha runs to the sister. The sister also comes. They had not discussed. The sister also comes with the same mindset. If you had been, he's there. He's always there. Praise the Lord. He's always there. Never be disturbed. Never doubt the ability of God to pull you out of that pool. To pull you out of that fire. He was there with those three young men. And nothing on their body was burned. Only the ropes. Praise the Lord. He was in that fire. And he made the king to come out and say, Hey, you guys, I thought we put only three people here. How come I can see four men? The fourth one is different. Praise the Lord. 
this fourth man will make your situation different completely. He will change it. Fire will not burn you. In the name of Jesus. We know he's in charge. And that is why he brings these victories to us. That we may celebrate. Praise the Lord. Yes, our time is running so fast. But I want to say this. When Jesus came to the grave of Lazarus. You know, the Jews had been telling them, these young ladies, it's too late. They were offering them, uh, what did they put on the mouth of Jesus Christ? They dipped into the, uh, the uh, and then put on his mouth to quench his pain. But it was not working. He had to lay down his life. So that we may be saved. Praise the Lord. Even in your situation. Don't accept people to come and comfort you in that situation. Reject it in your heart. And say, no, this is not what is meant for me as a child of God. I must rise above this. God has got a better destiny for my life than this one. God has got a better destiny for me than this one that will cause me to, to celebrate in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to realize that God is in charge and quickly, if you got the book of Mark, I'm not going to read, we see again Jesus Christ being invited by Jairus. He's being told, my daughter is sick. And Jairus knows, since he's still sick, when he arrives, he will heal my daughter. And as he starts walking with, with Jairus, a crowd comes there. But I want you to be like this woman. She knew time was running out. She had spent everything. She was zero. But she said, what will it cost me to surrender my situation to Jesus Christ? She said, yes, I know he has been invited to a leader's house. But before he goes to heal that young lady, before he goes to heal that young lady, I must tap into my miracle now. She quickly stood and started moving towards Jesus. When she touched the hem of his garment, instantly the Bible says, the blood issue she had suffered from dried immediately. Praise the Lord. She received her miracle. She said, I have spent too much. Yes, I have no hope elsewhere. But now I must run to this man of miracles. The hope of glory, Jesus Christ. Him alone, I will give my last chance. And she surrendered to him. Indeed, he never failed her. Praise the Lord. She was healed. Praise the Lord. And the Lord said, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. May it be well with you. Are you waiting for Jesus to tell you tonight? Go in peace. May it be well with you. Praise the Lord. For indeed it will be well with you. In Jesus' name. Yes, we were forgetting about Jairus. But immediately this one received the healing. Jairus said, hey, Lord, you know we were going to my place. Other people may have tapped into their miracles ahead of you. Like that man for 38 years at that pool. He was always lying there. 
And whenever he was struggling to go, other people would go ahead of him. But he was patient for how many years? Hey, you have been patient for two weeks. Praise the Lord. For 38 years. Every time he makes an attempt, another one jumps in, he's healed. Another one jumps ahead of him, he's healed. Praise the Lord. And the man said, uh -uh. Lord, I have no man. I have no man but you. I have no other God but you. Praise the Lord. You must speak to yourself tonight. I have no other God but you, Lord Jesus. In this situation, I have no other hope but you, my Father. I want you to intervene in my life. Praise the Lord. And God will do that. On that occasion, he never let down that man. He said, yes, you have no other man in the physical realm, but you have another man in me. The hope of glory. The life. The way. And he healed that man. Praise the Lord. Lazarus also, Jairus also took cue of this. And he said, yes, I've been delayed, but it's never too late. And as they started walking, men came and told Jairus, we know you're a good man, but don't bother the master. This one, don't go and pray over it. It's already been sealed. That's what the devil is whispering to some people. Your situation is already sealed. Don't, don't bother God. You know you have been praying over two weeks. Nothing has happened. Pastor Abraham has laid hands on you. Nothing happened. Pastor Leslie came, laid hands on you. Nothing happened. Brother Cloudy came. Nothing happened. The council came. Nothing happened. Your cell leader did. He called the associate. He also laid hands on you. Nothing happened. So it makes sense for you to relax and accept the situation as your portion. It is never your portion in that state. Praise the Lord. God himself is in charge until he says the last word. And I want to finish by saying, when these people were trying to discourage Jairus, Jesus heard and said, no, I am still here. I am still here. Only believe. Only believe. The circumstances may be telling you the opposite, but only believe. And it shall be well. Was the daughter healed or not? Was the daughter healed or not? Was healed. Amen. Yeah, just before we finish up, everything is under control and God is in charge. Praise the Lord. He's taking charge. Are you ready to celebrate? Are you ready to rejoice? When victory is coming, we don't have to cry. If there are tears, let them be tears of joy. Praise the Lord. For the Lord is about to do something good in our lives. Shall we stand up, please? I really don't know where you are in all this. It can be good to listen to testimonies and see the victory of God. And no, this is the God of Brother David, the God of, the God of Sister Rebecca, the God of Sister Rachel, the God of Jiganesh, uh, the, the God of uh, Pudi, Brother Pudi. They are faithful. But you must experience him yourself. 
it is good to invite him into your life, in your situation. Then you, your testimony will be sweeter. Praise the Lord. Your testimony, you will enjoy it. It will forever ring in your life. Our time is running out. We are just going to say a prayer together. I pray for each one of you. You lay your hand on your head if your situation concerns your life, your whole life. You lay your heart, your hand on your heart in case it's a spiritual situation that you want God to intervene. Our God is faithful. He's never too late. Every situation in our life is able to reverse it. That hand is not going to heal you, but it's a point of contact, acknowledgement that almighty God, I want you to visit my life. I want you to deal with my situation. You know it better. I want to give you two minutes to speak to God concerning that situation. And we will round up by joining our faith together. Tell God something concerning your situation. No shame. The woman with the blood walked through men. She was by their tradition not supposed to be their midst. But she decided it is my time to take my step. This is a moment for you to realize that God is ready to visit you and to transform your situation, to turn it into a moment of glory to our Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, behold, your children are before you. You know the concerns of each one of them, that those that have got issues in their lives, personal lives, and they want to leave that arena. They want to move on and realize the joy of the Lord. Almighty Father, let your peace reign upon their lives. We command your peace upon their lives. We claim your peace upon their lives. Father, that those in our midst who are facing challenges of diverse nature, Lord, what is impossible with you? Nothing. What is impossible with our God? Nothing. Lord, intervene in those lives. Sweep over, O oh God. Let the peace of God reign upon them, O oh Lord. Those that are physically challenged with sickness, we rebuke that spirit of sickness in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. It is gone. Father, take charge of those bodies. Restore them to perfection. We thank you for those that have, are moving out of this country for different reasons. Father, minister to them. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. We celebrate you, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for visiting us, Lord. Thank you for answering our prayers. Thank you because you've heard our cry. We celebrate the victory that you're giving to us because indeed it's a sweet victory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. May I invite Pastor just to close. Those of you who believe God has blessed you, shout hallelujah. Those of you blessed, shout hallelujah louder. Amen.
Indeed, God answered your prayer. God answered your prayer. We are victorious. God has spoken to us. Today is the victory night service. We are celebrating our victory. None of us are going to re, re, leave this place as we enter. We are going to leave this place rejoicingly, glorifying our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's close our eyes and share the benediction. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. May the God be with you all the days of your life. Before leaving, let us give a clap offering to our Lord loudly as an acceptance of our prayers and our fellowship. Let God be the glory. Amen.